Hi everyone, I'm your host Tess from Spellbinding and you're listening to Everyday Witch, a show that helps you discover and unlock the magic within. Hello everyone and welcome to Everyday Witch. Today's guest is Jasmine Nicole who is a microblading artist in energy and sound healer and a woman's coach. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and if you could tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Cool. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Yeah, so I've been in the beauty industry since 2013. That's kind of where I started my career. I moved out to LA at 23 um, with this big dream of being a makeup artist and that kind of morphed into different things. And um, I became a microblading artist in 2017. So I've been working with clients for a decade now. Um, But then during the lockdowns, I was also going through my Saturn return in 2019, leading into 2020. And um, I had a lot of health scares at the time where I needed to make some really significant lifestyle changes. And that's how I got into energy healing and energy work. Um, And then I took that time. I was out of work for like six months here in LA to get my certifications in Reiki. And then I realized I love helping people on a deeper spiritual level. So I also got my coaching certifications and now I'm kind of merging the two things together in a way. That's really cool. Um, do you, this isn't like a question that I had thought of before, but do you have any advice for people who are looking into getting certifications? Because there's so many online and there's so many options and a lot of them aren't necessarily legit. So like when you yeah. were looking, was there anything specific you were looking for? Totally. Um, I prefer to do everything in person. That's just the way I learn. So I was really fortunate to have been led to my first Reiki healer, um, this guy named James in LA. And because I was at a point where I was just desperate to feel better. And so I was like, I'm just going to try this thing. I don't know if it's going to work, but let's just see. And um, he was just amazing. He's also a medium. And he, I think, was like a catalyst in like reawakening me back to my gifts because I've been so disconnected from them for a while being in a uh, I would say like a very toxic abusive relationship for two and a half years I became very disconnected from myself and he kind of brought me back to like my witchiness and my spirituality and all of that so he was actually my first spiritual mentor and energy healer that I worked with and then from there once I had kind of like the groundwork and foundation that I needed then I took a few online as well because during COVID we had lockdowns. So I kind of didn't really have a choice in that space because I still wanted to learn. So it's just about doing your research and just finding somebody that you really resonate with too, because yeah, they're not always going to be legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, was, was COVID like the main thing that started you down your spiritual path or your spiritual journey? Or were there other things that influenced it as well? Yeah, that's a good question. So like I was saying, 2019 was actually uh, my Saturn return. So it was right around my 29th birthday in July, I'm a cancer. Um, I left that abusive relationship, finally went no contact for six months. Um, At the time, I thought I was dying. Like I really thought my body was shutting down. I was only 92 pounds. 
Um, I had debilitating anxiety. I couldn't function like a normal human being. I was on medication for the first time. I was just like spiraling. (laughs) I didn't know what was happening to me. Um, And that's kind of when I got redirected back to astrology from the birth chart perspective, not just like your sun sign and recognizing that I was going through my Saturn return, having context for it actually made it seem less scary because I was just terrified all the time. I had no idea why my life felt like it was crumbling apart. So that was kind of like the precursor to 2020 for me. Um, So I think I got like a a (laughs) pre-show of what was kind of coming in. And, um, but that was what the catalyst for me really committing to my self-love and my spiritual journey and all of that. And it was just like, once I kept taking the action step towards those things that were lighting me up again, it just kept bringing me to the next thing and the next person. And, um, and then 2020 happened. And then I was at that point kind of questioning, do I still want to be doing what I'm doing? Um, work actually was really burning me out. I had been doing brows full time for like almost three years at that point. And I worked five, six days a week doing three to four clients a day. I was just so burned out and stressed out that the time away really gave me that time for reflection and to actually let my nervous system heal. Cause that was the biggest thing. Um, and that was kind of when I was questioning, like, do I actually want this for myself? Like, I don't know. And I ended up moving to Vegas for two years. So I actually just got back to LA in December. Um, so we're seeing how it goes again here. <laughs> I mean, there's so many like huge changes or life changes. I feel like that happen when you start a spiritual journey or when you start going down it, because it's like, you know, everything happens at once and all these terrible things happen, but you just have to keep embracing it and going with it and making these big life decisions that when you look back, it's like 10 or 20 things that should have happened in five years happened in one month and it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, what is happening? And that's what it was. It was just like a whirlwind of chaos. I always kind of describe it as like the tsunami of my shadow kind of consuming me also. That was me waking up to like, oh, I actually have all of this past trauma that's unresolved that I never actually dealt with. It was like, I just learned how to push it aside and just keep moving forward. Um, I'm a Mars and Aries in the sixth house. So I just would bulldoze my way through things, not, and not letting myself feel, you know, the Scorpio rising in me didn't want to feel anything. So I just kind of numbed myself out. And, you know, now knowing that emotions are just energy in motion and they need to be felt and expressed. I was just so consumed with trapped emotion that it was this anxiety that was just pouring out of me all the time. And that was like, all right, I have to actually do something about this and no one can do it for me. So it's been quite a journey. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing with COVID is it forced everyone to stop. And like when you are like in Aries and your whole thing is just go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to focus on anything else. And then you're forced to stop. You're forced to not focus on anything else. You have to feel all these feelings that you didn't want to feel. And COVID kind of forced that on so many people because you couldn't do anything. Exactly. And the Aries in me was impatient. It was like, I want things to happen now. Like, why isn't things happening on my, my terms? And I had to learn how to be patient again and surrender and actually just like feel everything that needed to come up. So the first year to year and a half, I would say 
from 2019 going into like 2021 for me was just a straight emotional detox. Like there would be days where I'd be just like crying on my floor for hours and hours and just being like, I know I just have to purge it out, but it was exhausting. So it was, it was a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, since you practice Reiki, sound healing, astrology, and more, do you have a favorite spiritual practice? Mm. I would say sound healing is probably one of my favorites because it's, for me, it's like a meditation. It's very tangible for me. And I like being able to feel the vibration in my body. It allows me to use both of my hands, um, as an artist, as well as like, I use my hands. Like that's what I do for my job, for work. I'm a Venus Gemini. So, you know, Gemini rules the hands. So that's just like my thing. I like to be able to use my hands. Um, same thing kind of with Reiki, but sound healing is more tangible for me and it's really relaxing. It calms my brain. Um, and then I love studying astrology. It's like my special interest. I'm always reading astrology books or listening to podcasts. And like, that's my, my favorite thing. Yeah. I love astrology, but I feel like it's so in-depth and really hard. Like you have to study it like it's an actual course and get extremely into it and involved. And I don't know if I'm quite there yet. (laughs) Yeah. I've been taking astrology classes for the past four years now, and I'm wrapping up um, an advanced astrology class right now. So it's just like, that's my thing. So I want to start to incorporate that with what I do now, like with tattooing and stuff. Um, I think that would be really fun to be able to like read charts while I'm doing someone's brows because you have to sit with me for like two hours anyway. So it's just a really great conversation piece too. Yeah. Do you have any advice for setting boundaries when it comes to business and your energy? And that comes with like coaching, but also I'm sure with microblading, if you're having someone for two hours, they probably spill their whole life to you sometimes yeah. and having to set boundaries with that can be hard probably. Absolutely. That was something I really had to recognize back in 2019 when all of this was coming up. I recognized I don't have boundaries and I'm very, I was very much a people pleaser. I said yes to everything, even when I wanted to say no. And even when I was stretched super thin, I was still saying yes for like approval sake. And so that was part of the journey too, of being able to say no to things that were just not either in alignment or that I couldn't bring my energy to do because I was tired and I was worn out. So, um, now I set my schedule differently. Like right now I'm only microblading two days a week. That's like my maximum. I'm not doing six days like I was before. So it's about figuring out what works for me but also taking the time to do my self-care, my spiritual practice. I've now like completely integrated that into like my lifestyle now. So that's just a regular thing for me. Um, But knowing when I'm stretched thin or like I can't show up the way I want to, you know, maybe rescheduling something or just saying like, hey, I can't, you know, hold the space for that right now, um, I think is really important because we can't really give from an empty cup. And I need to have like that overflow. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I feel like um, people don't appreciate people who do hair or people like microblading and how Mm -hmm. much energy they have to take on from listening to people just sort of dump their emotions 24 seven. 
So I think setting boundaries, more people need to do that when it comes to like the salon industry, for sure. Absolutely. And also doing your protection too. That's something I wasn't doing because I was just very unaware of like spiritual and energetic hygiene at that time. And it wasn't until I got into Reiki and met my mentor that he was like, Hey, you need to protect your energy. You need to set intentions before you work with your clients. Cause you are really sensitive and you're taking on all of their anxiety on top of your own. So that's why I was just a mess all the time. I didn't realize I was just a sponge for other people. So I had to hold a space for two hours, tattooing someone's face who's really anxious and like not sure what to expect while I'm like feeling all of that on the inside, having to pretend like I'm not, you know, and then I'd go home and I'd just be so exhausted and I couldn't do anything other than like just rest after that. So yeah, having the energetic protection in place too. Like I said, intentions now, every time I meet with a client, just to make sure that I'm not taking on what's not mine. Yeah, that's great advice. And I'd love to know what your six-week mentorship entails or who it's best for. Yeah, so it's more, it's very like shadow work based. Um, So each week we have a different theme that we focus on and then we kind of build off of that until we get to the end. So the first week is we're looking at your belief systems. And then I also look at your astrology and your human design chart to kind of give you some basics of like what energy we're working with. Cause I want my clients to understand who they are from the inside out. Cause I think that's really knowledge is power. And when we know who we are, um, you know, that's everything, then you can't be, you know, knocked out of that. So Then the second week we do removing doubts and fears. We focus on harmony. So I give you a bunch of worksheets and I'm always in contact with my clients throughout that week. And then we have one call each week. That's about 90 minutes long where we can really talk about what's coming up, help you integrate everything. And then um, we do like meditations. I send you meditations to work through inner child stuff. Um, Week three, we do immersing and acceptance. So building a roadmap to maintaining that alignment with where you're going. So we're building a roadmap to like where you see yourself headed, the goals that you want to achieve. And then week four is self-love. We do energetic alignment. And then I do either a past life regression at that point or um, a meeting your higher self meditation. Just depends on what the client is comfortable with, but we're kind of working towards that in the first couple of weeks, shedding all of those top layers so that you feel safe to do either the past life regression, meet your higher self. Um, week five, we do dissolving old patterns and how we're going to manifest your new storyline into action, finding balance. And we also look into wealth consciousness because a lot of us have wealth limiting beliefs. And then the sixth week we do embodiment integration work. So it's a softer week and it's more based in like divine feminine um, and confidence. So you're ready to like go off on your own after the six weeks. I love that. That's great. Um, I love the whole idea of shedding and then like building yourself back up and thinking of how you want it to be for the future. There's a lot of like uh, rituals that are like that, you know, where you like shed everything and then think of the positive affirmations that you want for the future. And I just think those are really powerful and beneficial for everyone to do. So I love that you incorporate it. 
Yeah. I think you have to have the whole encompassing part because some people want to just focus in like the love and light and the positivity. And that can get really toxic where I'm like, you know, I got the Scorpio rising. My Venus is in the eighth house. Like I do, I go deep and I can sit really deep with, with my clients. Um, so I think that's also something most people are seeking. They want that connection with other humans and feeling seen and feeling understood and being witnessed in what they're experiencing and having someone there to kind of just guide them through it, who maybe has possibly experienced something really similar. So they feel safe in that and that they're not alone. Yeah, definitely. I think the more authentic you are, the more people relate to you, especially if you're honest about like everything you've been through or the fact that your life isn't like sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone who might be looking to start down a spiritual journey or to start mentorship with someone, but they're not sure what to look for or how to even like begin? They just like don't know where to even look. Yeah, I would say start implementing your own daily practices, things that you feel called to. Um, I think our intuition is something that a lot of people disregard and they don't really have a strong sense of. So finding things that are calling to you that are sort of lighting you up and just follow those little breadcrumbs because that's what they are. They're breadcrumbs for something that's going to lead you to the next person, place or thing. Um, And then just, you know, feeling into does this person feel authentic? Do they feel like I resonate? Do I relate to them in certain ways? Are there things that they've experienced that maybe I've gone through too? how they could help me through that? So just doing your own research and really feeling into like your body too. I think body wisdom is something we have disregarded. At least I definitely did. That was one of my disconnections was to my body. Um, so getting back in your body, implementing new daily habits. So like meditation, um, dance, I think is such a fun way to get in your body and really feel into your emotions. You can move emotion that way. Um, just doing little things like that over time are going to compound. And then you're going to be on such a new path and trajectory, reading lots of spiritual books that call to you, you know, just finding new wisdom that's going to expand your mind and your consciousness is going to lead you to the next thing. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, The last question that I ask every guest is what does magic mean to you? Mm, I love that question. I see magic in everything. I think magic is everything. It's the mundane, it's the divine, it's everything, right? Because it's just, that's where everything comes from. Um, I love synchronicity. I see synchronicity on a daily basis. And I think when you really do believe in magic and not in like a, like a delusional kind of way, but like in a, you know, you see the beauty in nature around you. You see the beauty in you know, the wind blowing through the trees and the birds singing and that sort of thing. Like that to me is just abundance and magic. And we can create that. Like we're the creators of our own reality. So it's like you get to be the artist of your life. So how do you want your life to look and how do you want it to feel like you get to create that? And I think that's such a fun way to be in control of your reality too. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree. And I think that was really well said. 
Um, and thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had such a great time talking with you and I will have links in the show notes where people can work with you, where they can find you and everything like that. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun.